Hello, everybody. I'm Kathy Yang. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. The death toll from the Wuhan coronavirus climbs to at least 80. All deaths and majority of the cases are recorded in China. Chinese health officials say the number of infections has risen to nearly 3,000, including more than 460 severe cases. Now, 2,209 people are treated as suspected patients in hospitals, and 643 people were being quarantined at fever section for outpatients. So there are nearly 2,700 unconfirmed cases. It is estimated that 45 percent of these cases will be confirmed. So it is likely that there will be around 1,000 more confirmed cases. Despite global efforts to curb the virus, more cases have been reported in other countries like the U.S., South Korea and Australia. Meanwhile, a Filipino woman is under quarantine in Hong Kong for having an asymptomatic close contact. Here in the Philippines, while there's still no confirmed case of the Wuhan coronavirus, the health department says it is investigating 11 foreign nationals for possible infection. They're all Chinese nationals. So then there are also Brazilians now, uh, German, and and an American. Samples are with RITM. Wala pang resulta. So we'll we'll await for the results. Awag po tayo ng mga mba ang maniwala po kayo sa inyong Department of Health na nagipagugnayan oras-oras sa WHO. In the wake of the Wuhan coronavirus scare, local carriers Philippine Airlines and Cebu Pacific will allow passengers booked on flights to Chinese destinations to adjust their travel plans. Passengers traveling between now and February can rebook, reroute or refund their flights without charges. Investor worries over the Wuhan coronavirus outbreak continue to drag markets in Asia, including the Philippines. But as Michelle Long tells us, the earnings season for local firms is at least off to a good start. Philippine shares started the week on the back foot, with the rest of Asia also trading lower on fin trade amid a virus scare. Markets in Hong Kong and China, Singapore and South Korea are shut for the Lunar New Year holiday. When there's an outbreak like this or a pending outbreak, I hope it gets contained, um, everything slows down uh, because uh, now China being the number two economy, it's, it's, it's uh, when China slows down, everybody else uh, takes a pause because right now their production is ramped up for protective gear uh, towards containing this virus. All other things, um, it's, it's wait and see. Even Hong Kong, I, I think they have postponed their school openings. It's, it's all trickle down and a domino effect. For the day, foreign funds turned net buyers for the local bourse. But overall, they were net selling this market for 14 days and 18 since the year began. Regulatory concerns are a major driver of uh, uh, investors' sentiment that for the past several weeks we've been seeing and it's quite obvious. In corporate stories, record high income from Union Bank is this earnings season opening salvo. The Aboitis-led bank more than doubled its net income last year to 14 billion pesos thanks to strong growth in loans, substantial margins growth and strong trading gains. This is a reversal from the weakness in 2018 when higher interest rates by the BSP pressured margins. 
the BSP under Governor Ben Jokno has since wound back some of those hikes. And Double Dragon confirms it is targeting to raise 11 billion pesos in its maiden listing for real estate investment trust. That's a week after the signing of the final rules and framework for the 11-year-old REITs law. The plan to list one-fourth of its completed leasable space, or about 200,000 square meters every year, and generate 11 billion annually from 2020 through 2025. Tony Tancakdiong and Injapsia's venture hopes to use the money for countryside development mostly. Looking ahead, big events this week include policy decisions from the U.S. Federal Reserve and the Bank of England. The Philippine Central Bank follows next week, right after the release of January inflation data. Michelle Long, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine Central Bank is confident it still has a lot of room for monetary policy adjustments despite various inflationary pressures. But as Ron Cruz tells us, the Central Bank is going to go slow with its easing this time around. Despite various inflationary risks such as calamities, fuel price volatility and trade wars, Philippine Central Bank is confident it can stick to its easing bias. But Central Bank Governor Benjamin Diokno notes its policy adjustments this year will be less aggressive than the 75 basis point cut in benchmark policy rate and 400 basis point cut in reserve requirement ratios it implemented in 2019. Diokno has been targeting to dial back the 175 basis point cumulative hikes fired off in 2018 which saw inflation peak at a near-decade high in September and October. Why in, do you say in so? In 2018, we raised interest rates by 175 basis mm -hmm. points, 1.7 percentage mm -hmm. points. We have actually cut our interest rates only by 75 basis points last year. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of room. Mm -hmm. And in addition, there's a lot of fiscal space also. Mm -hmm. um, our debt to GDP ratio is right now around 38%. Mm -hmm. That's, that's uh, one of the lowest uh, I've seen in, in, the, in my entire career. When we say uptick, we're just saying from 2.5, it will probably hit around 2.9. That's an uptick, mm -hmm. right? But that's within our target range. Economists also see the bank slashing rates in its first meeting of the year on February 6th. But Ron Nakoba of Trading Consultancy believes the central bank will likely cap its policy rate cut to just 50 basis points this 2020. Inflation outlook for 2020 is seen to uh, uh, stabilize and even uh, trend higher because of uh, uh, increasing, uh, in increasing uh, fuel prices, uh, uh, increasing food, food prices, and uh, increasing crude prices. Uh, additionally, um, uh, uh, GDP growth as a whole is expected to uh, recover and accelerate from last year's 5.9% uh, growth. So bo both of those reasons are telling, telling us that uh, the BSP will likely cap its uh, planned uh, cut of uh, uh, 50 basis point two, just as that for the entire 2020. Meanwhile, Dokno is confident foreign direct investments can hit the record reach in 2017 of $10 billion again as long as the second tax reform package is passed. That particular package lowers corporate income taxes while rationalizing incentives to locators. Diokno adds not even noise coming from government's review of contracts in water, for example, will dampen investor appetite. If you're a businessman, you're looking for where, you, where you'll make money. 
And if you invest in the Philippines, you'll make a lot of money. That is going to go through the legal process. This is a process, right? The process of review, there will be consultation, etc. It will not happen overnight, like a, a takeover by the government. That will not happen. There will be a process. Diokno earlier warned lawmakers to pass a second package of tax reforms in the first three months of 2020 or miss a chance entirely. Ron Cruz, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine business community voices concerns over the growing Wuhan coronavirus scare. Business leaders believe the tourism sector will be worst hit. Warren de Guzman with this report. Business leaders are carefully watching the Wuhan coronavirus situation in China, as well as reports of patients under investigation for possible Wuhan coronavirus infections in the Philippines. Presidential advisor on entrepreneurship, Joey Concepcion, just flew in from a trip abroad. It's too early to say. My own feeling is that I don't think the coronavirus will be as bad as SARS. I just came from Europe. Uh, you don't feel it in Europe yet. Uh, Flying into Singapore, yes, maybe 5% of the people in the airport are wearing masks. I think people are taking precaution. The Philippines, I think the government, as I arrived in the airport, they were taking a lot of precaution. I am praying that the coronavirus is not going to hit the Philippines. Bing Sibalimhoko of the Philippine Chamber of Commerce and Industry says she has been in touch with business contacts in China. And while they are trying to play down the situation there, she believes the outbreak must be taken seriously by all. They will say it's just a handful, but even if it's just a handful, it's quite scary. That's why the best thing really is always to wash your hands. Hygiene is very important. Cecilio Pedro of the Federation of Filipino Chambers of Commerce and Industry Incorporated says the timing of the outbreak is unfortunate as China has only recently become a major source of tourists for the local travel industry. For the next few months, I think tourism will be affected because China is sending a lot of tourists to the Philippines. So that initially will be affected. We will surely overcome. And even China is doing its best to contain for now, the entire business community is hoping the tests of suspected cases here in the Philippines come back negative for the Wuhan coronavirus. Warren de Guzman, ABS-CBN News. Local oil firms are set to implement a rollback in fuel prices this week as global oil prices tumble following the Wuhan coronavirus outbreak. But as Alvin Olchico tells us, the looming price cuts will not be enough to offset the impact of higher excise taxes. For the second straight week, oil prices are going down Tuesday. Fuel firms announced a 40 centavo per liter reduction in diesel, 30 centavos for gasoline, and 35 centavos for kerosene. The Energy Department says one of the reasons why international prices went down was weaker Chinese demand due to the new coronavirus outbreak. Although hindi nagsabi si World Health Organization na wag mag-travel, but may mga consideration na iniwasan ng travel. Industry sources claim there will also be a big-time reduction in LPG prices come February 1st, which will range from 4 to 6 pesos per kilo or around 44 to 66 pesos per 11 kilogram cylinder. For diesel and gasoline, the rollback will not be enough to cushion the impact of higher excise taxes, which translates to an increase of 1 peso and 68 centavos per liter of diesel and 1 peso and 12 centavos for gasoline and kerosene. Some gas stations have already implemented the additional levies. Consumer groups
Group Lab and Consumer is asking the Energy Department why several gas stations only posted a generic message about the excise tax implementation. Importante po yan para po malaman ng mga consumers kung magkano yung idinadagdag sa kanilang binibiling gasolina. The DOE confirms oil firms should be informing their customers about the date they implemented the higher excise taxes and the actual amount of increases. Inipport ka agad sa Department of Energy at kami po ang haharap sa kanila, hahanapan natin kung anong remedyo na umabot man sa penalty yan o sa pagsasara ng kanilang gasolinahan for non-compliance. Out of the over 9,000 gas stations nationwide, almost 1,000 have already reflected the higher excise tax on fuel. Alvin Olchico, ABS-CBN News. And that's it for today. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.